It's a bird! It's a plane! Wait, no. It's actually Allison Mack. The former Smallville actress is heading to court tomorrow, where she will be sentenced for her connection with the sex cult, Nexium. Yep, she pled guilty to racketeering and conspiracy charges as one of Nexium's top lieutenants. But anyone who's watched The Vow on HBO, like me, uh, you know that it's way, way more than that. Yeah, so Nexium was founded in the late 90s by a guy named Keith Raniere. It claimed to be this self-help marketing company, but was actually much, much darker than that. Mm, yeah. And over the weekend, Allison put out a statement apologizing and calling Nexium the biggest regret of her life. I don't know if I'm totally convinced, though. <sighs> yeah, me either. I mean, it could just be her attempt to avoid jail. That's kind of what I think, too. Yeah. Hmm. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Nikki Boyer, filling in for Brooke Ziffrin. Today is Tuesday, June 29th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. So my co-host and bestie Brooke is out today. So we have the incredible Nikki Boyer with us. She's the host of The Daily Smile and Dying for Sex, which was named for Podcast of the Year at the Ambies just last month. Nikki, thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. It's such an honor to fill in for Brooke because I adore you both. So thank you. We only allow Ambie winners on this show, so it worked out. (laughs) Lucky me. So Allison Mack. You might Mm -hmm. remember her if you watched the show Smallville, like I did many, many times, where she played Chloe Sullivan, one of Clark Kent's friends. So over the weekend, Allison Mack released a statement about her involvement recruiting women into Nexium, which was a company that hosted seminars to help people to become their best selves. At least that's what it was at the beginning. Yeah. I know a little bit about this, all right? Because when I was a waitress back in the day, when I first moved to L.A., Mm -hmm. I waited on this guy and his friends. They were regulars. They came in like two to three times a week. So I knew them. Mm -hmm. He was at the ground level of Nexium, right? Not at the time. I know, right? Not the time I waited on him, right? But he eventually got involved in Nexium. So years later, we reconnected um, and he was involved in sort of recruiting. He got me interested in what we're talking about today. So I paid $500 (gasps) to reserve a spot in this really big self-help organization. I wanted to be better. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad that it sounds like that's where it ended and I'm glad that that's where it ended. (laughs) So when Nexium started in 1998 by a guy named Keith Ranieri, the company was offering personal and professional development seminars, like career Mm -hmm. coaching, basically, through what they called their executive success programs or ESPs. Right. So they like multi-level marketing company, right? Pyramid scheme. Think of all of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what these are. Um, So once a person joins, then you get a percentage of the fees that the people that you recruit into the class. And you can make some money doing this stuff and get friends and family involved, which is, you know, I get that because I almost got involved. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, Nexium, they drew thousands of people who were willing to pay thousands of dollars for their programs, Mm -hmm. being told that it was this inspirational and supposedly life-changing classes. Except under the banner of this self-help company, Nexium was actually being used to recruit women for a secret society they called DOS, which mm. is D-O-S, and it's an acronym for some creepy Latin phrase that basically yeah. means DOS is a sex cult. Yeah, it's good. Chills. The exactly. creepy chills. So yeah. women would be brought in for personal development, but later forced or coerced into 
basically sexual slavery. Yeah. So they women had to hand over collateral. So things like nude this photographs. So weird. It's awful. So weird. Bank Ugh. pin numbers. And then this stuff was later used to blackmail them into engaging in sexual activities with Keith. I think this is the grossest part, that the women were actually branded. Literally, their bodies were branded with a special symbol just below their bikini lines. Yeah, as if they're like property. It's awful. Exactly. So Nexium, not so much about professional development, much more about being a sex cult run by this jerk Keith. Um, And that's the nicest word I can use on this show. (laughs) Right. Um, And Alison (laughs) Mack got involved in 2007 when she was in her 20s. So at the time, Mm -hmm. she was in Vancouver where she was filming Smallville, um, and she went to one of the Nexium meetings and very quickly got involved after that. Yeah. And this is the part that I kind of understand because when I first moved to LA as an actress, leaving your family behind, you're kind of looking, where can you belong? Where can you right. find your family? Yeah. And reports are, are out there of people that joined Nexium were yeah. looking for that. Yeah. Like it's documented that these people were looking for inspiration and fulfillment. So I yeah. get that. Yeah. I mean, it's the crux of a cult. Like you want to feel like you belong and Nexium sold that bill of goods. Yeah, and they did. Allison rose pretty fast. I mean, she was, I saw an article that said she's basically, they looked at her as the Tom Cruise to Scientology. So mm. she was there, Tom Cruise, recruiting these women and ugh, terrible things that followed. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting is that Allison even got her mom to go to a few meetings. Right. We start getting family involved. and It starts to feel like something. It really means something, you know? Yeah. But then her family said her health started to seriously decline. And apparently, like, she turned orange at one point. Like, her skin turned orange. And then she was only sleeping a little bit each night and just not doing yeah. well. Terrible. And eventually, Keith Raniere and Allison Mack were arrested in 2018 and indicted on federal charges for sex trafficking, racketeering, and extortion. Mm. And Keith was convicted in 2019 in federal court, and then later sentenced to 120 years in prison for seven different felonies. Wow. And look at this. I've heard that even though he's behind bars, his loyalists are still sort of invested, and he's directing them from jail on how to recruit people still. Like, come on. Like, really? Uh, Back off, guy. Like, stop doing this. Yeah. Gosh. And he maintains his innocence, which is fascinating. And people have been seen dancing outside of his jail, staging protests and sort of demanding, you know, Mm -hmm. that their leader be let out. And uh, word is that 60 plus people actually remain very loyal to him. Yeah. And behind bars. That's 60 plus people too many. (laughs) Um, So Allison Mack pled guilty of racketeering in April of 2019 and is now facing 15 years to life in prison. And she basically says that she really believed at the time when she joined that Nexium and Keith were making her a better version of herself. Mm. But now she's saying it was the biggest mistake of her life. And her attorneys are saying she doesn't deserve jail time. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm torn. I'm torn about all this because on one hand, there's brainwashing that's going on and that's real. But on the other hand, like there's accountability, right? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, remember that guy that was a regular at my restaurant that I told you about that I gave $500 to to hold my place in that seminar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His name is Mark Vicente. Uh And he created and directed this HBO series called The Vow, which (gasps) is a show that exposed Nexium and basically documented the unraveling of all of it. Oh my gosh. Right? What? You gave him $500? Yes, you get a producer credit? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money when you're a waitress, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> so we became friendly. And then a couple of years later, he reached out and said, hey, I have this group that I'm involved with and I think you'd really love it. Mm. And so I met him 
and his girlfriend, Bonnie Peace, who's also in the docuseries. And we had coffee and I thought these people are successful and she's a great actress and this is amazing. I'm in. So I gave them $500 and I was convinced that this was going to be a self-help group I wanted to be involved in. Wow. Um, but then what I love that Mark did was sort of expose this whole thing in real time. Yeah. And thank God I didn't follow my gut. My boyfriend actually said, I don't know if you want to do this. This feels a little pyramid scheming. And mm. I was like, really? Huh. So when I saw the documentary, I was like, wow, I really, I escaped that. Not that I would have gone down that road, but right. I see how people can get lured in by, I want to be better. And then you're in so deep that you're like, wait, what's happening? So yeah. season two of The Vow is coming out this fall because when season one ended, Arisha, mm-hmm. none of the sentencing had happened yet. None right. of the sentencings were made. So I'm yeah. excited to see what happens. Well, the big question is, can we believe Alison Mack? I mean, is she remorseful? Truly? Her lawyers certainly think that she is, right? Like, <laughs> Right, um, yeah. Well, this isn't a reason to forgive her for what she did, right? Because that's there's some mm-hmm. intense crimes there. Some say that Alison joined Nexium as a self-help movement and that Keith Raniere targeted her because she was a celebrity. Right. And I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, but that's not going to excuse what she did. She wasn't just any regular old member. She was knee deep into all the dark secrets, the recruitment, the branding of women, essentially sex trafficking. It's a far cry from just drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, far, far cry. Well, I guess we'll just have to see how her apology plays out in court tomorrow. Yeah. Hmm. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Nikki Boyer. This is Rich and Daily. If you like the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, listeners, it's Will Arnett. Our podcast, Smartless, has crossed a milestone that seemed unfathomable when we started nearly four years ago as we've just released our 200th episode. Join us as we welcome that dynamic duo of hilarity, Steve Martin and Martin Short. You've seen them on screen together in The Three Amigos, Father of the Bride 1 and 2, and most recently, and Only Murders in the Building. Both are comedic geniuses in their own right, but together they are always electric. And this episode of Smartless is no exception. I don't know if I've laughed more in a single episode than this one. We discuss their career arcs both separately and as a comedy team, how they met, who is more difficult to work with, and what motivates them today. Is Steve a better banjo player than Marty as a singer? Find out on this bicentennial episode of Smartless. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Plus, you get to hear Sean cry. What a loser! What a loser!